Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another delightful yet hard-hitting episode of Talking Lamar. <laughs> On this episode, we're talking about the 44th Golden Raspberry Awards that honor the very worst of Hollywood in 2023. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. The Razzies. As it is called, if you don't know, is a parody award show that honors the worst cinematic failures of the entire last 43 years since it started. Uh, these are the actual nominations for this past year, 2023. But the picks are my own opinion. We're going to start off with the worst remake, ripoff, or sequel of the year. The nominees are Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, The Exorcist, Believer, Expendables 4, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Although reimagining Winnie the Pooh and Piglet as cannibalistic serial killers is bad enough, and worse, it appears there's going to be a sequel this year. But even that is not as bad as trying to remake The Exorcist. When you consider in 1973, there were no CGI, all the special effects were physically done, it was still so realistic. I have flashbacks about it. Linda Blair received death threats. Warner Brothers had to pay bodyguards to protect her for six months after the film's release. The original trailer, which only consisted of images of the white-faced demon flashing in and out of the darkness, that was it. It was banned in many theaters because it was too frightening for anybody to see. No matter what anybody says, this is the most frightening movie Ever made. This ain't some guy in a William Shatner mask swinging a machete. This is the devil, Satan, the Antichrist. The original stands alone, and to try to recreate it, not only is it a waste of time, it's an abomination. And it did terrible at the box office. It did terrible. I mean, I, re I remember when they were. Uh first launching that and the trailers were everywhere i took one look at that trailer and was like oh, excuse man. me reality is so t 
terrifying right now that there's absolutely no chance I'm going to pay good money to go watch a bad remake about the devil. Like, yeah. I'm with you, Lamar. I'm with you. You bring me your, your uh, ghost face killer. You bring me Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You no, bring me the Real no, Housewives no, no. of Atlanta. I'm scared, but, <laughs> but I ain't laying awake at night scared. I want no, no. part of the devil. No, 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 no. It, that, that was, I mean, you just think about the special effects in the original. What they had to go through. They had to punch a few keys on the computer. They had to go through all of that stuff. And it, it's an amazing work of art. I mean, it really is. And it is terrifying. That's, I, that's it. That's it. Now, our next category is Worst Supporting Actors. The nominees are Kim Cattrall, About My Father, Megan Fox in Expendables 4, Bay Ling in Johnny and Clyde, Lucy Liu in Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Mary Stuart Masterson in Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, I'm sorry. The clear winner here has to be Megan Fox as Gina in The Expendables. Now, it has nothing to do with the movie The Expendables. That just happens to be the last movie she was in. She could win this in any movie she appears in. It's a lot for her. She can win it every time. To say that she is an actor that gave a wooden performance would be an insult to all totem poles and tree stumps. I mean, I'm sorry. She's just terrible. She's terrible. I, you know, and listen, I've watched all the Expendables. Listen, I'm in. I'm a Sylvester Stallone. I don't care how bad you do it, buddy. I'm with you. I'm going with you. But she was hard to watch. We'll be she's, back with some more. Well, Lamar, she's oh, one of those cases where when they were, like, they just piled so many blessings onto her, so much beauty. And, and then they, they had the talent bucket, and the angels went, oh, enough, and shoved her through the chute. Isn't that, <laughs> you're isn't right. They're saying, isn't they're saying that God doesn't give with both hands? Oh. <laughs> <I> mean, Woo! <laughs> 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 What is only $4.99 a month but gives you such pleasure? That would be the Bob and Sherry Premium. Exclusive content from the show, including our classic chat room calls and best of CDs. You'll get behind the scenes photos and videos of not only us, but our listeners. It's a lot of fun. Just $4.99 a month. And the website to get all of this is bobandsherry.com slash premium. Welcome back to the Razzies of 2023. Our next category is Worst Actress in a Movie in 2023. Anna DeArmas in Ghosted, Megan Fox in Johnny and Clyde, Selma Hayek in Magic Mike's Last Dance, Jennifer Lopez as The Mother, and Helen Mirren in Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Okay. This was really oh, easy Mirren. also. Oh. No, no, no. We can never say anything bad about Helen Mirren. Never, she, we cannot. No. no, I can't. I can't. Salma Hayek's performance in Magic Mike's Last Dance. Her performance was actually worse than the movie, and the movie was very bad. It should have never been made. Uh, I guess it was a money grab. I don't know how much money it grabbed, but it was should have never been made. And I normally love Salma Hayek. I'm a big fan of hers. 
But in this movie, she reeks. I mean, she really reeks. And another sad story in this category that you've already mentioned, Sherry, I got to point it out, the great Helen Mirren had to suffer as Hespera in the Shazam movie. It was a terrible part. It was, they dressed her up in some CGI ridiculous deal. Oh. I love her. I love her so much. I cannot blame her for this performance. Uh, her performance was the best she could do looking like a buffoon. Okay. But I too have made some terrible choices in my life. So I'm not going to judge her on a very, very terrible choice. I don't know how Helen, they talked her into that. Mm. Helen Mirren has been delivering the A-plus goods for so long that she can be forgiven if the script came in the mail. She looked at it and said to her husband, Taylor Sheridan, my God, we could pay off the house. Like, all is forgiven, <laughs> Helen. Well, You've given us thing. so much joy. Has she got grandkids? Probably, maybe, yeah. Yeah, if she, yeah, maybe if she's got grandkids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I, when she showed up, I thought, no, don't do it, don't do it. But she did it. But Salma Hayek, I, I, come on, come on, Salma. I mean, I, she's great in most things that I see her in. Okay. But she was terrible in that. All right, now Salma Hayek, I cannot extend the paying off the house grace because she's married to oh, yes. one of the richest human beings crawling this planet, and they don't. She doesn't need the money. Now she may have read the script and thought, you know what, this is my only chance to be in like a popcorn superhero movie, right? Maybe, Maybe. and she thought, well, that would be fun. Let me let me knock that out while I'm walking this world. But yeah, it was it was surprisingly terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, it really, really was, really was. All right, our next category is Worst Director. And in this case, I think maybe the worst director on the planet in history and for future. Uh, the nominations are Rees Frake Waterfeld in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, David Gordon Green, The Exorcist, Believer, Peyton Reed in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Scott Wow. In Expendables 4, and Ben Wheatley in Meg 2, The Trench. Rees Frank Waterfield has no excuse. He wrote this piece of crap. I don't know who comes up with this kind of twisted idea to turn a lovable childhood character that just loves honey into a killer. If it was clever, or maybe a dark comedy, or something very ironic, I might see it, but this is nothing but a sad and demented guy that has besmirched the name of Winnie the Pooh, and he should have his ass whipped, hopefully, <laughs> before he's able to make this second one. I, 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 I don't uh, I'm get with it. you, Lamar. I'm God, with Winnie the it. Pooh. Winnie, Come on! Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. What could be more childlike and innocent and pure than Winnie the Pooh. I mean, you have to be some kind of twisted. Am I right? You know? Well, and see, they're going to do the same thing. I don't think he's going to do it. He's going to do it with Bambi. He's going to do the same type of movie with Bambi. But uh, since the uh, uh, statue of limitations on, uh, what do you call it? when they The copyright? The copyright, yes, yeah. The, I'm sorry, the copyright. Uh, Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie, 
Okay, now not Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is still protected, but Steamboat Willie, he's he's free game. You can make a movie about Steamboat Willie being anything. And somebody's going to be doing that like a horror. They're going to take all of these childhood uh, things that, that the copyright's over with and make horrible movies like Blood and Honey. Oh. I mean, I, 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 know, I don't get it. The thing about hijacking Pooh and Piglet for this, like compared, Winnie the Pooh, the Pooh is so pure that compared to yes. Winnie the Pooh, Goldilocks looks gangster. Like, bitch, what are you doing yes. in their house? Like, get out of their house and stop eating their food, you vandal. I mean, there's, what is purer than Winnie the Pooh? This is the first when thing you, you, you really introduce to a child. It. As yeah. soon as a child is old enough to recognize something, you give them a soft Winnie the Pooh. Because Winnie the Pooh oh. is innocent. Oh. It's, uh, you know, ah, ah, terrible, terrible, terrible. All right. Our next category is worst screenplay. The Exorcist Believer, um, Expendables, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Well, we're going to stay with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, because this is those movies that say based on a book by. This should not say based on a book by A.A. Maline. Is it Milne? Milne, Milne or Maline? Yeah, yeah. Milne, Milne. yeah, A.A. It should say mugged in an alley and ripped off from A.A., okay? I mean, and this whole movie could have been sued by Disney. And it would have probably stopped it because they wouldn't have had the money to fight it. But sadly, they didn't do it. I don't know why they didn't do it. I, I guess they didn't think it was worth the trouble. Uh, but he's not going to stop. He, he's going to keep preparing uh, all these movies. He's going to develop this whole universe of horror version of beloved childhood characters. And that the Winnie the, the, Winnie the Pooh, The Blood and Honey 2, it is happening. They're already in production. And they're going to do also, they're going to do a Peter Pan's Neverland Nightmare. Uh, the Bambi movie is going to be called Bambi the Reckoning. So I guess Bambi's going to be a bloodthirsty killer deer. Or I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And don't want to know. Uh, isn't it? Here's the thing isn't Bambi already a horror movie? I mean, it was fast. Oh, yes. Okay. Like, what? It's like, yeah. what more? I don't, I am so glad. Um, that I don't, I can't handle like, like slasher, gory horror films, suspense, kill. Like, I can handle violence. I don't like the, all the gratuitous, like, slice, slice, slice. You know, I hate that. Right. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. and I'm really glad that my kids are older now and I don't have to explain to them why Pooh is doing that. You know, yes. Which, although I have to say, uh, you guys, there's a really funny tweet that went viral, and um, you see it sometimes. People screenshot it, and it shows up on Facebook and Threads and every X everywhere. But um, a, like a six year old says, "Where does poo come from?" And so the the you know the parent tries to explain, well, you know, when you eat your food, blah blah blah, and then it travels through your tummy, and then it comes out your bottom, and and all that, and there's a silence, and the kid goes, and Tigger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That and that's hilarious. about, 
that's about as nasty as anybody should get with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, our next category is worst screen combo. Okay, uh, the uh, nominations for this are any two of the merciless mercenaries in Expendables, uh, any two of the money grubbing investors uh, for the Exorcist. Uh, Anna DeArmas and Chris Evans in Ghosted, Salma Hayek and Chatham, uh, uh, Channing Tatum in Magic Mike's Last Dance, and Pooh and Piglet as the bloodthirsty slasher killers. Mm. Well, I'll be honest with you. Pooh and Piglet, drenched in blood, had way more romantic chemistry and made a much more believable couple than Salma Hayek and Channing Tatum. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I love both of these actors individually, but not together. It sounds like it this was movie, uncomfortable. It sounds like this movie's turned you into Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> but but you just, know, it was so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. Lamar, you're movie. right. It was te- they had no chemistry. Well, they had chemistry, no. but it was not good chemistry, right? It was. It was not good. It, was, it just wasn't good. And there, it wasn't plausible. Like you couldn't. You couldn't force yourself to buy it, could you? No. That that that, that no, that 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 you couldn't call that a meat cute for sure. I mean, no. you, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it just I don't know. It just never it was never believable. Never believable. Now, we're getting into the regular male actress now, the worst supporting actor. No, uh, the nominations are Michael Douglas in Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh Mel Gibson in Confidential Informant. Bill Murray in Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Franco Nero in The Pope's Exorcist, and Sylvester Stallone in Expendables. Mel Gibson must have racked up some gambling debts that he had to pay off (laughs) to make this movie. I I don't understand. And even then, even if he was going to make it, could he have put forth just a little effort? The only thing I can figure is, Maybe he was trying to keep his head down, not do too much acting, and hope that nobody recognized him in this movie. He was terrible. I mean, he just was. He was not. It just. It wasn't. It wasn't. And, and you know, it hurts me. You know, it hurts me because I know it does. I love Mel. I know it does. I love Mel. I, I love Mel. But mm. next category is the worst actor in a movie in 2023. Nominations are Russ, uh, Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist, Vin Diesel in Fast X, Chris Evans in Ghosted, Jason Statham in Meg 2, and John Voight in Mercy. Vin Diesel has just about run out his strength on the Fast franchise. I mean, it's you just can't keep doing it. You can't keep going. He got rid of The Rock because... He lacks the talent to share a screen with The Rock. This time, he brings Jason Momoa in, and Jason Momoa stole all the scenes that he was in. He's gone back to Dwayne Johnson for this next one because Dwayne Johnson was the only thing that saved the franchise. And now he's forced to bring him back, and he's got to hope that this works because he supposedly still got, because this was going to be the ending of it in a trilogy. So this was the first. He's still got two more movies he's got to convince somebody to make. And the box office take is getting lower and lower. It only, You can look through the box office for over the years. It started dropping after the first one. And then when The Rock showed up, Dwayne Johnson, when he showed up, 
it picked back up and they stayed pretty steady. And then he kicked him out of this last one and it's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's enough. We're all tired of it. You're going to, you're going to the moon in a uh, Buick car. I mean, come on, come on, stop, stop. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Nobody's believing this. So let's just, let's just quit talking about that. Yeah. So at I think what he's point, done. at what point do we, we all just say, you know what? We have had an unbelievable run, like so yes. much longer and more lucrative than we ever dreamed. Everybody's got a beach house. Everybody. I mean, come on. It's over. What do you say we hang it up, turn off the lights, and leave this place legends? Yeah. Why is that? But, you know, I understand. I I understand that that is probably just the hardest thing in the world to do. The problem here with Fast and Furious, as Bob would say if you were here, what the hell are they so furious about? Slow down. But, (laughs) But there does come a point, you're right, where the only thing left to be furious about is their sports car on Mars. Like, We've kind of done everything, right? Yeah, we can't do anything else. We can't do anything else. You you know, go out on top just for once in your life. Go out on top, but he's not going to do it. So Now, Mm. this brings us to the category of the Worst Picture Award for the Worst Picture of 2023. The nominees are The Exorcist Believer, Expendables 4, Meg 2, The Trench, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Well, it should be no surprise to anybody that the winner of this is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This thing cost $100,000 to make, and it took in over $5 million. Now, yeah, we're it's we're it's over. Yeah, at this point, five, little Miss yeah. Muffet is coming next, yeah. and she's pissed. With that kind of I'll, money, yeah, <laughs> all bets are off. Yeah, but although this, in the great scheme of Hollywood, is not a lot of money as far as the movie goes, uh, and, and and part of this is because the copyrights were still in effect in a lot of uh, European countries, so it couldn't be released to all the overseas countries. But this still means, and I calculated this. Over 333,000 people paid money to see this. This is absolute scientific proof that we are now devolving as a species. <laughs> I don't know I what need, we're I'm, make. I need, just let me catch my breath. 333,000 like, people yeah. put money like on they, it, put down money. Yes. They left their house and got in their vehicles and they drove to a desk like a theater. And then yeah. they pulled out some paper money or a card yeah. and they spent that money to see this movie. The only yeah. thing we can say, guys, it's a number lower than half a million. That's the only comfort yep. to be taken here. Yep. Yep. But this is, if you, you visualize it, this is multiple stadiums, multiple stadiums of that amount of people that went to see this. I, I, I don't get it. I personally, I have to say this, I haven't done a big excessive search, but I personally don't know anybody. I personally don't know anybody that went to see this. I, I, I don't, don't know. And I don't know anybody that went to see it. I don't personally know anyone that watched it on streaming. I'm sort of, I'm sort of proud. Cause that says a lot of my, for my friend group, 
it says a whole lot for the people that I have in my life. See, oh my God, Lamar! All I'm thinking is that somebody that somebody's somebody got high. They went to the movie, and the only reason they went to the movie is because for the large bucket, you got free refills of popcorn. That's the only thing that I can think. <laughs> you know, here's my question. Here's my question, and I'm going to tell you, somebody did it. I promise you, somebody took their kid to this. Somebody took their kid because you remember years ago when the um. Uh, what was the torture chamber sex movies? Da, 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 da. My uh, mind went blank. Fifty Shades of Grey. Saw? Yeah, Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades. Yeah. Oh, Fifty Shades. Uh, Fifty Shades. <laughs> same, same. Sec- yeah, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second Fifty Shades that I went to, as I'm walking up the stairs to go to get my seat in the theater seating, there sat a woman and what was like a twelve year old daughter. And I'm thinking to myself, what, 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 what are you doing? I, I, I don't get it. People, 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 people. So I promise you, Winnie the Pooh, some idiot said, oh, this would be fun. We'll take, yeah, he loves Winnie the Pooh, you know. It's blood and honey. I mean, come on, watch the trailer, buddy. You know, but I'm sure, I'm sure somebody did. So anyway. I'm going to have to say that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. We've had a great, great time. I personally can't wait to see what the next episode is going to be. I'm not sure, but I hope you'll be back. And I know you will because, you know, I hate a quitter. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.